what if living your best self and your ideal life was your religion, your God? Welcome to the Church of Awesome, a podcast dedicated to the principles of living an awesome life. Welcome to the Church of Awesome podcast. I am your catalyst of transformation, Brett Dupree, here to talk to you about something that has been kind of on my mind since 2020 has not been the year that I would like it to be. Thinking to myself how month after month I've almost been falling into the same trap over and over again. Disappointment is a part of life. One of my favorite sayings is, life is one disappointment after another until you wish Flanders is dead, which is from, of course, The Simpsons, as I used to be a huge Simpson fan growing up. Still, I'm a fan of the early Simpsons. But that idea that life is disappointment, because sometimes in life, things do not go as you planned. Thinking back, I am about to turn 42. This Friday? Yes, Friday. Today is Monday, so Sunday. So this Friday, I'm going to turn 42 years old, and I can say that my life is not where I thought it would be at 42. Even looking back at 41, because once again, this was going to be the year I lost the weight. And I believe I'm doing better now than I was then, but only by a little bit, down probably like 10 pounds over the year. I was doing really good until the pandemic hit, but that's only really an excuse, isn't it? And then there is a global pandemic, which has happened, and that's changed my life in many other ways, which leads to more disappointment. So I am not where I want to be in my weight. I wanted to be doing the Church of Awesome all year, and I did not do that as much as I don't have over 50 episodes. I should have 50 episodes or so. So thinking back of my life and how I've been disappointing myself a lot, and sometimes, you know, life disappoints me in some ways as well. People who get elected to the office, global pandemic, people not acting the way I would like them to act, you know, because as a human being, you like to have a control of the world, but life is one chaotic mess in a way, being that... We don't have control of the world around us. We have control of ourselves. So that's what we're going to be really talking about is how do we control ourselves? How do we deal with disappointment? The first thing to do about disappointment is to recognize the fact that you're human, especially when it comes to disappointment of self. We like to put way too much pressure on ourselves to make us wrong. Shame. Shaming is when you make the person wrong and instead of making the action wrong. I got that from Renee Brown. And so, every time you make yourself wrong, you are shaming yourself. So when you think about disappointment, you're thinking about it in a way that shames yourself. You are not helping yourself get out of it because it kind of creates a perpetual motion machine of depression and sadness. Because you keep on thinking, but I should be doing this. I should be doing this. I should be doing this. And why am I not doing this? You answer that question. I'm so stupid. I'm so lazy. I'm so this. I'm so that. And making it 
your fault, which is part of our English language. We, we say things like, I am angry, I am hungry, hungry, instead of things like, I feel angry, and I feel hungry. We make it a part of ourselves. So a lot of times we associate ourselves with the things that disappoint us, thus creating a identity of disappointment. So you want to be able to break that identity of disappointment by changing your self-talk in a way that doesn't make you wrong and doesn't allow you to identify what you don't like about life and yourself with yourself. Instead of something along the lines of, I am fat, which I do say a lot, I should be saying like, the current condition of my body is fat and I can change it. Or my body has fat on it, but not making myself fat and the negative condescension con the the negative repercussions or wow forgetting a word repercussions of putting that label on me because as they say once you label me you negate me but that's what it really means when you label yourself something you create that identity and fighting against an identity is difficult if you want to bring good habits in your life if you identify with those bad habits that are harder to change when it comes to change, if changing a part of yourself, an identity, is harder than changing something about your life. Because if you identify with it, it feels like part of you will die. Because that's what identity does. You identify with the fact that you are this way and you will always be this way. Which is always something you need to do as well is recognize the fact that you're capable of changing. You need to recognize the fact that yes, what you did in the past, but your past does not have to be your future. And you can always make different choices. And sometimes you'll make those choices again, because again, you're human. But now, you know, a little bit different and you can make a different choice. So that's something to consider as well. Another thing that helps us gratefulness, because a lot of times when we're disappointed, we tend to look at the things we don't have and looking at the things we're not doing. But there's a lot of things to be grateful for. And when you're grateful for the things you have, you are able to recognize the fact that you are actually doing better than what you thought you were, or that you have the capacity to change. For instance, my weight. Well, yes, I am not where I want to be. I am grateful that I can make different choices. I do have the ability to walk. I do have the ability to buy myself healthy foods. I'm grateful for that and being feeling that gratefulness because you want to break that cycle of thinking that you can never change. The things are always this way. Remove the term always from your lexicon when you're talking about things about your life. A lot of people do this. This thing happens all the time or always do this. You always do this. I always do this. I always fail. I've heard this so many times from so many people and I know I fall into it myself, but this idea that things always happen every time all you're telling yourself is that yes, they're happening, but they're also going to happen in the future. I'm going to do this every time. You're going to do this every time. You do this every time. I do this every time. You always do this. I always do this. This happens every time. This is keep on happening to me every time. Eliminate that. That never helps you. Talking in absolutes. You want to change your life? Remove the absolute speaking from your lexicon, from your vocabulary. You want to talk in a way that opens up change. Talking is almost a self-hypnosis. The words you use have power. And if you want to change your life as I want to change mine, I need to open up myself to more open 
language where I allow myself the room to change so that I program my mind because it's all about mindset and setting yourself up for success as well, your environment, setting it up to allow the ability to change. Once again, be kind to yourself. I keep on saying that you're human. And one thing I know I can get on myself about, especially when I make the same mistake almost every month, where at the beginning of the month I'm all buzzed, but then I think of the overwhelm of budgeting and eating, so I think to myself, I'm just going to do this, this, and this, and then it gets harder to get back on track, and then I do well, and then all of a sudden I stop because I've been doing well. So be kind to yourself and allow yourself to want to change. But also be aware and honest. You want to be aware and honest with yourself if you want to deal with your disappointment and really look at who you are and who you want to be. Awareness is difficult because we like to put ourselves in the most positive light possible. We want to tell ourselves that everything we do is great and that certain things aren't the way they are, or we want to make things worse than what they are as well. Getting an accurate representation of what's going on in your life is so hard. It's one reason why therapy is good. If you actually open up to your therapist, unlike me, when I didn't, when I had therapy. But to being open and honest with yourself and finding a way to do that through a journaling, through it doing a podcast where you talk about living in a happy, joy-filled life, or having a therapist, having good, honest conversation with friends or families or loved ones, and really assessing what about it about life. And being honest, treating yourself empathetically. Difference between empathy and sympathy is sympathy is your friend stuck down in that hole. Sympathy is being up on the hole saying, you got this. Empathy is getting down on that hole with them and saying, we got this. So do your best to surround yourself with empathetic people, people who are willing to help you look at your disappointment and not just tell you that everything's going to be okay. Not just tell you that you're amazing, you're awesome, but also willing to recognize the truth that, yes, I understand that you feel that way. I appreciate your feelings. We are going to get through this together because we love each other and I love you and let's do this. So doing your best to be that person for other people and also be that person for yourself. Pretty much take everything in life that you want from other people, everything, and then make sure you find a way to give it to yourself because you can't control other people. Other people will most likely always let you down at least once or twice because they're human and people make mistakes, especially if they're being emotional. I know I have many times, more times than I can count, especially when I feel down or triggered in any way and sometimes have the dumbest things, but that's okay because you have to be human. But you can always be there for you and finding a way to do that. Finding a way to be the father, the mother, the friend, the lover that you need for yourself. Not that you can't allow those people into your life, but recognize the fact that you can also provide. I mean, this is not an individualist idea where you want to shut people out because you don't want to shut people out. You want to be vulnerable. You want to have be heart opened. But you also want to recognize the fact that being heart opened Meaning that you have to have your heart open to yourself because you deserve your love. You deserve your kindness. You deserve your empathy. You deserve you being for you. And it's going to be difficult sometimes. You're going to fall down sometimes. Remember that you're human. Remember that you're loved. Disappointment will come in life. It will happen. So recognize the fact that you are human. Surround yourself with people who will support you and seek out the support that you need. Be honest with yourself so that you know the things that you really need to change and be honest with yourself 
with the things that you are good at and what you can be grateful for in your life and truly embrace self-love and open, positive self-talk. This is Brett Dupree, the catalyst of transformation for the Church of Awesome, asking you to go forth and be awesome. Much love, my friend. For more information about the Church of Awesome, check out thechurchofawesome.com. The Church of Awesome is recorded live 8 a.m. Pacific Time at the Church of Awesome Facebook group. Now go out and live an awesome life.